Kia ora and welcome to Jules from NZ, a podcast from a Kiwi chick, chocker with roleplay gaming chat and world lore of the most fantasy place ever, Aotearoa, New Zealand. Chur. Tina Koto Katoa. Hello and welcome back to all of you to Jules from NZ. Kate Koto, how are you all? Well, Kate Pai, I am good. Yes, very, very good. Um, Kate Tino Pai, in fact. Uh, at the moment, it is Kiwi RPG Week. Hashtag Kiwi RPG. Um, and so we're in the midst of absolutely advertising our little Aotearoa hearts out with all the good creators and creatives we have here um, in New Zealand, Aotearoa, um, home of fantasy. So uh, it's a big, big, awesome deal. There is some crazy cool uh, streamers and podcasters and game designers and artists and artisans and all sorts of stuff over here. And I'm psyched that you guys out there are all getting to hear more about what New Zealand brings to a wider stage of RPG and related RPG things. So very exciting. Um, What have I got for you today? Well, it is the continuation of the Dungeons and Dragons delicious combination with nerds that they did where they actually came up with, or nerds came up with a bunch of 5e adventures, little tiny one shots, six of them to be exact. Well, seven of them. Um, but we're not talking about the seventh yet. We're talking about the first six where we meet six different nerds all being given a task to do to save Harmony. Well, to restore Harmony because let's face it, this series of adventures is called Restoring Harmony. And who have we got today? Well, we've got the continuation of Red the Ranger and his story that he's got going on. We left um, Red the Ranger about to uh, come across all sorts of trouble. Basically, we have a cliff and we've got some blights and we've got a awakened shrub as a friend to protect and a fox, you know, as a friend. I think we've won the fox over as a friend, uh, but I guess that remains to be seen. But yes, Red is continuing his adventures to grab his gem from a very dangerous place, um, as asked to by Mr. Honeycutt. Uh, Red's adventure here is called A Voice in the Wilderness. And again, I have uh, my favorite uh, special guest uh, and and partner in, in D&D crime, uh, Joey from Hindsightless Podcast uh, as Red. And I, Jules, am your DM for this. These adventures were written specifically to be um, sort of single-player, you know, uh, duet games, which is gorgeous and I love it. Uh, and the seventh adventure uh, designed for people to come together and play the final piece of the puzzle. So very exciting. But I'll let uh, past Jules and Joey get on with it because we were right in the middle of the action and I want to get you right back into it. So I'll see you on the other side when we find out what happens to Red in A Voice 
in the Wilderness, part two. Um, all right, so let's go into initiative as such. If you want to roll me a d20, um, your um, initiative you just, is plus two. Yeah, I mean, we could just go back and forth or whatever, but here, here's my initiative. Um, just, for, just for funsies, we haven't done one of these yet. Yeah, totally. Uh, seven plus two is nine. Okay. I nearly ran to write Joey, but that's not your name. No, it's Red. <laughs> exactly. Oh, they did not do well. And your fox friend? Yeah, and so Red is just pulling back his bow, ready to lose. His little nerd arms are shaking with the tension of the bow. And you do. You lose first. Okay, because... Even though Red is kind of, he sounds kind of gruff and he's been around for a while, he hasn't done a lot of this stuff before. He mostly mm. just wanders the woods. Um, he hasn't fired his bow in anger in a long time. Mm-hmm. But I rolled a... Oh, a nice. That is a nat yep. 20. see it? Yep, I see it. My players hate that die. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. Double damage. <laughs> do I roll twice or roll once and multiply? Uh, you can tell me how you do it. But I'll you roll, roll twice. You roll a D8 for your longbow. You only yep. get to add your modifier once. Okay. So I rolled, you just say, I rolled a seven and an eight. Okay, so a seven and an eight plus two. 15 plus two is 17 damage to this twig blade. Yeah, this twig blade is annihilated. What does it look like when this arrow? It just goes right through. It's like center mass where most of the twigs are like connected in the center and just blows them apart. You know, like as the arrow smashes, all the twigs shatter and go all crazy. And uh, Red's like, yeah, got him. Yeah, there's this moment where Elowen just looks at you like with big wide eyes, like her little shrubby body stops quivering for a second. She's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brace yourself. They're incoming now, though. And yeah, and you're not wrong. The other blight is still moving towards you. Um, your little fox is scared and it starts running across the bridge. Um, Careful, fox. Yeah, and it's like diving and dashing and there is, oh yeah, baby, go Fox. Um, There's a like wood plank that breaks under its foot, but it manages oh. to uh, to um, scramble to safety and it just keeps running. Um, Yep, Fox is across and uh, the little twig blight looks at the next person in its way. And it sees you because yep. you put everybody behind. Yeah, I, I make sure that I'm between it and Elowin and the rope bridge. Ooh, I rolled an 18 on the dice and this thing That'll has a plus three. That'll so, do her. Uh, yeah, that's a 21 to hit. Yep. Uh, AC 13. This, yeah, this shrub just rushes at you and just claws you with its like broken gross branches that are all like necrotic-y yeah. rotten, but somehow still holding you know 
Um, and it does a D4 plus one piercing damage. So that is a three piercing damage as <clears throat> it's like claws you with its broken ass branches. Yeah, that's now, like a fourth of my life. Oh! Yeah. Um, and Elowen is uh, cowering behind you and she starts running. Uh, which oh, is problematic no! for you. Because... <laughs> Because you are tied to her. So she can only get about 30 foot, which is fine because she can only move about 30 foot. Uh, 20 foot, apologies. She's a shrub. So she can only move 20 foot. So you have 20 foot worth of slack between you. So she manages to just move um, and not pull you yet. Okay. Yeah, because if it starts getting crazy, I'll, I'll try and like pull her back. But right now it's okay. Yeah, so she is uh, gaffing it across this bridge. Oh, she rolls a 19 on the die. So as a branch, uh, like a wood plank breaks underneath her foot, she is just like feels it breaking and leaps off it and just lands on a solid plank. Halloween, you are gnarly, dude. <laughs> um, cool. And it is back to the top. So it is your go. I am going to try and smash this thing. So it's like, clabbering at me and scratching me with its branches so i'll kind of like throw down my bow um and pull out my short sword i have two short swords right yeah you do i don't know why you have two but apparently you do you also yeah, have a quarter no, staff. i'm gonna i'm gonna take out my quarter staff and with both hands like a baseball bat try and whack this thing Oh, actually, I do know why you have a short sword because later on you'll get two weapon fighting and then you'll be able to fight with both of yep, them. Yep, yep. Yep, that makes sense. Dual weapon wielding rangers, dude. Yep, so short sword is plus four for a D6 plus two if you have. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. I thought that was a one. That's 15 to hit. Nice. Yep, uh, that's a hit. And then a D6 plus two. Four total damage. Four? Yeah, I rolled the two plus four two. is the number. Woohoo! And I just like swing away and just smash this thing to bits. Nice. You have defeated the twig blight. You're out of initiative. Eloin, like, stop moving. <laughs> she like freezes. And I'll pick up my bow and resheathe my quarter staff and start making my way out on the bridge. Okay. All right. We're going to get you to roll me a dex check. Um, uh, we'll do a, uh, what is that called? Um, I've been playing too much Pathfinder. Acrobatics. An, an acrobatics <laughs> check? That's the one. Okay. Um, and red not, is... Not a, not a reflex saving throw. <laughs> red is scared of heights. Okay. Indiana Jones is scared of snakes. I am scared of heights. That makes sense. And he hates what he's doing. I rolled a 14. Okay. Yeah. No, you're fine. So again, this bridge sort of cracks and creaks and, you know, ropes sort of give off that boing noise as um, they start breaking kind of around you. But you manage to um, avoid falling or being, you know, um, stung or penalized by any of this. What you do see behind you as you start to, to cross is um, another like twig flight 
Uh-oh. sort of emerges from the bushes and looks at you across the bridge and looks at the bridge and starts clawing at the ropes that are holding this bridge. Elowen, run! And Remember when goes, I said stop moving? Now run! Okay. Um, I'm going to have to do a dexterity check again, like one more acrobatics to make it across. She does. She's fine. Fox. Fox does. Fox is fine. I'm rolling lights out today. It's not good for you if that continues. <laughs> right, I know. But I rolled a 17. I am also rolling lights out. Nice. Okay. So yeah, like you managed to dash across this thing. Again, ropes are snapping all around you. Planks are breaking under your feet. You know, like things are slipping and moss yeah. is kind of making you slip and fall. And then you like get up and scramble again. And right as you manage to sort of reach for the end, uh, you're not quite there because, you know, um, they've made it over and they're screaming at you, run, run, Red, run. Um, and then you, hear, you hear the bridge sort of and feel it. There's that moment where everything mm-hmm. kind of like hangs. And you can see it. It's only like a meter or two away from you. What is that? Like six, eight feet away from you or whatever. Like the edge three of it. Feet, three feet. Okay. But that's what I mean. Like it's right. maybe six feet away from okay. you and you can feel this bridge start to go. What are you going to do as you like actually feel the bridge? Oh, break I, I, I leap. I leap to the edge. Nice. Give me, give me one more acrobatics check and leap. For the ledge. This is where it's gonna fail me. I rolled a. You can have advantage because you do have a rope tied to Elwyn. Okay. Well, she is. Bra- she is braced and holding on to the rope, trying to like you know. That first one was a nat one. <laughs> oh, that would not have been good. Let's see what the second one is. Oh, what's my bonus? to athletics you have yeah. a plus four okay so i got a total of 12 i rolled an eight. Oh, <laughs> oh shit that's the number By the spin of his, but he's holding on with his fingernails to this yeah. edge it's like it's like you're not even holding the ledge you're holding the plank that's underneath the ledge so right. as far as the fox and alawin are concerned they're like red no you know you're like like, there's all this dust comes up and they don't know if i made it or not yeah and then there's this like dramatic moment as they drop to their knees and they're looking out over the cliff and they'd be like red and i reach up with the one hand and just pull myself up all dusty yeah and they're like red (laughs) i'm getting too old for this lon (laughs) and she just runs at you gives you a big hug and it's like oh i thought we'd lost you I'm okay. We'll be okay. Let's untie ourselves. Okay. And probably untie yourself from me. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it now occurs to her that if you'd gone over, she definitely would have gone over. Yeah. It was a thought, you know. It was a thought. I don't know if it was a good <laughs> one, but it was a thought. And we made it. So that's the important thing. Nice. Okay. Appropriately, dramatically. Uh, yeah. And so we untie ourselves and like, Ooh. And so are we're at the cave mouth now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. 
So this is where so the you, Starlight Guardian is, huh? Yeah, you arrive at this thin ledge on the cliff face, 50 feet off the ground. And you can see that the doorway to this now looks like temple. It doesn't just look like a cave in the ground. It's a, it's a bas-relief archway carved into the cliff. And this bas-relief comprises leaves and flowers and plants of all different varieties all over this archway. I want to get a look at those. I want to see if I can recognize what kind of plants they are, see what the bas relief is, kind of get a feel for what's what's what we're going to face inside. Yeah, so you do um, make out a whole lot of plants that you would be familiar with. Um, um, uh, and what what a best relief is or bas relief, did you say? Is Am I saying it wrong? I, th I think you pronounce it. I, it's got an S in it, but I think it's silent. What do I know? Okay, apologies. I don't actually know. Um, I just know that it's a type of relief that has de less depth mm -hmm. to the faces and figures than they yeah. usually have because I had to look at that. <laughs> it allows the work to be seen from many angles without twisting the figures themselves. So very um, you can ancient way of doing things. Cool. Yeah. So you kind of like you recognize heaps of the plants around you. You know, you see. Okay. Um, like, I don't know, like, um, uh, like you actually do see foxglove on there, yes. for instance. Um, and then you see like um, oxtail and um, ferns and mm -hmm. flaxes and okay. all sorts of different plants. What is the, what is the, the relief of? Like uh, just all this different leaves and images and okay so and it's stuff. images of leaves got it i thought the leaves were forming an image i got it no no so it's got like it. leaves and yeah. flowers and plants like just yeah so many different okay. varieties all over the store well this can't be all bad you know nature is a wonderful place and the, the wilderness while it might be scary elowen is it's very peaceful and serene um yeah no totally you just gotta watch out for sam squatch right yeah that makes sense um well do you think this is where scarlet sentinel will be oh i do uh we just have to get in somehow i'm not really sure how the map doesn't really say well let's let's see here let's look at this map again and so I'll, I'll look at those those three pairs of words, those three yep. symbols, the, the three pairs of symbols. And the glove. And, and the you said I did see foxglove, right? Yep, you do see foxglove. Um, the, the spider and the plant. And right, the cat's is that a spider? And the, and the two little cat's paws. Right, a cat's face and two little cat's paws. So is there a... You are there any willows? see willows no yeah i mean yes they would be okay you made it dirty um i don't know i rolled a five uh for a total of i think either seven or nine i forget but plus two yeah seven so seven Elowen, yeah. do you know anything about this and she's like well um i i do know that there's such a thing as a a cat's paw plant. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that too. I just forgot. 
You're good. What about what about this uh, spider? Spider lily. That's in my mind, but that's not a thing. A spider fern? A web fern? What do you know about that? <laughs> and she's like, mm, um... Aren't there those hanging plants that people have in their living rooms, like spider things? Yep. Spider plants. <sighs> as Jules literally points to the one that's behind her nice. on the shelf. They're called spider something, right? Yes, they are. Nice. Like, you've already said it too. Um, so because you've already said it and I'm not the DM to torture my players by making them, you know. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, you do see... Uh, a spider plant, spider plant in, the, in the relief okay yep. and then so that just leaves so we see the cat's paw plant the yep. spider plant and the fox mm-hmm. glove mm-hmm. you see all three of those i only have two hands so here's here's what we're gonna do Elowen. i'm gonna touch are they close enough where I can touch two of them at the same time. Uh, well, the door's not that big, but they're pretty spread across the door. Okay. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go over to the fox glove and I'm going to look at it. And I'm going to touch that part of the relief and see if it moves or anything. Yeah. So as you touch it, you realize that it sort of like does sort of jiggle. Like you could like push it. Um, It looks like there's like you know room for it to move right okay and i'll try and push it towards the spider plant because that's the one that's right below it and so you press it um and it it pushes in okay. so it stops it stops being like out got it of yeah. the door okay. and just like pushes in so it sort of locks into place and now it's flat with the door and then i'll i, I will press the uh spider plant mm-hmm and, then and it does the same thing. I'm yep. like, Elowen, press the uh, press the cat's paw, just like I did. And she's like, okay. Uh, and she, oh, uh, like, it moved in. Uh, and as she sort of says that, you see glowing lines emerging around the archway. You as did it. forms in the solid stone. And then you hear a noise of like stone grinding. Um <laughs> Yeah, and the door seems to swing sort of away from you, like put you know, and so it's like oh the door swings inside. Yeah, so it's and it swings open. And it's all dark and spooky in there, I assume. Yeah, the air smells dank and stale as you look into a dark tunnel that leads into the cliff. Colorful pictograms on either side of the tunnel, though, show a variety of scenes. You can see happy nerds frolicking beside a well from which a rainbow of colors pours forth. The city of harmony being built. You can see that in a different one. And then there you can see an amulet that has six colorful gemstones in it. And then you also see a scene of a great library being built. And coming from the room at the very far end of the tunnel, Red can see a faint reddish glow. Um, that's so interesting, interesting. The well and the necklace and the six gems, we're here for one. I hope there are other people finding these other gemstones. 
And she's like, oh, I don't know. This was my mission. Well, you're doing an excellent job so far, Sapling. Well, only because of you, I think I would have died if those twig blights had got me. Well, we, we all serve our own role in a team. You know, we work to elevate each other, make each other better. And she nods and, and she says, well, do you want this? I know you got hurt. I don't know what's ahead, but this might be important. I don't, I don't know. What the, I, I took three damage, right? Yeah. So you don't I'm down have to, to have that right now. It's I'm down to eight. Hit. I'm going I'm to hold off on that. Okay. But you keep that close. Okay. Keep that in one hand. She and nods. maybe even have a torch in your other hand. Okay. Um, all right, I have that, that makes sense because I can't see in the dark like you can. I, I know you can see in the dark. I heard stories. <laughs> yeah. Call me old night eyes. <laughs> um, so you walk down to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll lead the way with her behind me. Stay close, Eloin. And uh, maybe drop you another help? one drop another one of your cookies for a fox friend if he's still with us oh yeah your fox friend is like pressed against your leg right now <laughs> nice yeah nice and and he's kind of like shivering a little it's okay like, little buddy yeah We're, we'll be uh, okay yeah yeah and i'll he... start we'll start making our way towards that reddish glow and i'm as we walk down i'm looking at all these colorful murals and everything and i'm just red is thinking to himself he's like murals is a really good way to get information across to people (laughs) (laughs) dm tip um (laughs) that's just what red's thinking dude no no worries man that's just what he's thinking (laughs) um yeah so as you approach the entrance to this room you the center of this room you see a faintly glowing red gemstone that is hovering above a 12 foot tall statue of a warrior that sits atop a stone dais not like it it sits but it just sits there yeah yeah it's sitting on this big stone dais and floating above its head is the Mm -hmm. freaking gem we're here for and yeah. Red's never she's, seen anything like this before, like big robots or statues and floating yeah. gemstones and well, stuff. An actual fact you may have. Oh. Because your your favored enemy is actually constructs. Oh well, so, yeah, then definitely. I, oh no wonder I kicked the shit out of those twig blights. Yeah, so uh you have advantage on um intelligence checks to recall information about constructs. Yeah, so definitely. If you're, if you're interested in that. And while yeah. um yeah, if you want to roll for that, I'll tell you about the rest of the room. Yeah. So yeah. the gemstones glow dimly lights the room. On the floor, a large red circle etched with strange sigils surrounds the statue and it extends across most of the room, leaving only a five-foot-wide path around the edge of the circular chamber. Get that? Yep, there's so there a five-foot a... path around the outside edge of the chamber. And there's a big old large red circle etched into the ground with strange sigils that surrounds the statue and is most of the room. Right, but the, there's the ring around. Don't the don't, ring around it. Don't step and on as it. If, as if sensing your presence, the statue's eyes snap open 
and glow red. So what's your roll? Uh, I got a total of a, what's my, what's my plus? Well, you can do an investigation or a nature. I'm um, up to you. Okay. So I'll do nature. They're both, they're both plus two. All right. Um, well, then it doesn't matter. Uh, I got a total of a 13. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, that's enough for you to see this thing. Um, you can see that it's actually made from blood onyx. Um, oh, and you cool. know, generally speaking, most constructs, there's a trigger for them to do whatever it is that they've okay. been instructed to do. So, um, yeah. Yeah, you're not sure what the trigger of this thing is, right. but but there is usually some kind of trigger. All right, all right. So along this five foot path, I want to walk without touching any of the um, without mm-hmm, touching mm-hmm. any of the rooms. I want to slowly walk around and tell Elowin and the fox to follow me and not to touch the runes. But you said it's a circular chamber, so I want to walk. I want to do a full 360 if I can walk and like 100%. see the back of this thing. Yep. Uh, and as you walk around this chamber, yeah, you 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 can see that this it, this statue is like a strange human-like creature. It's got elongated arms and fangs that jut from its wide mouth. Um and and these ominously glowing eyes, like they are open but they don't follow you. So it's not doing anything else as you okay. walk around this room. Okay. Uh, it's just standing there with its arms down by its side and these gross long arms, you know? Yeah, long arms and gross fangs. Yeah, I hate it's it. not long arms, it's nasty. Um, and then so... Can, Counting the whole, the, the dais, the statue, and the gemstone, how high up in the air is the gem? It would be 17 feet off the ground because it's okay. five feet above the sentinel's head and he looks to be about 12 feet tall. So okay. 17 feet up. Mm. And is there, I mean, probably not, but are there any sort of like stairs or anything leading up to the gem? Yeah, I didn't think so. Nope. That would be and this fo- your fox friend like sniffs at this red circle and just rip, rip, Yeah, rip. Well, I agree. I agree. We'll call you Kronos has to do with time, but it sort of sounds like color and it sounds cool. I'm going to call you Kronos. Okay. Uh... <laughs> you have a fox friend called Kronos. So and as I walked around and come back to my original point, the statue never moved. It's just with its eyes open. Yeah. Okay. Can I look at the at the glyphs and runes? Can I pick up? I want to see if there's any sort of patterns there or anything. Yeah. I mean, you can do me an arcana check. Um, you Oof. don't actually have any pluses right. to that, but right. uh, you could just do a straight check. I rolled a 16. Okay. Yeah, that's a 16. Yeah, I mean, what you're kind of seeing is some sort of it's, you would be familiar with the spell alarm being Mm -hmm. a ranger, um, you know, being able to protect 
certain areas or whatever you can't do it yourself but you're familiar with that kind of range right, of magic right. you know um it looks similar to that it's not quite that but it, it's definitely got some kind of a trigger of like a distance thing to it um, okay yeah th- it's similar enough to that that you're like mm, okay so i want to bring the crew a little bit outside of this room Okay, so as you go out of the room, the statue's eyes close again. Okay, and I'm like, um, I grab, I grab one of the unlit torches in my pack, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's. Uh, why don't you two head back towards a very I'm thinking about throwing this torch in there and seeing what happens. It shouldn't oh, come out. I'm not leaving you if you, if if something happens and 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 you get killed because I was standing outside. Well, that's not going to get me a, a, a another badge, is it? No, you're right. You're right. Well, just get ready to run. So I, I'll back out of the room mm-hmm. and just barely like be on the very edge of the doorway and huck an unlit torch into the into the red circle and like back up a little bit okay so just somewhere into the red circle yeah yeah yep yeah and uh you're not in the room so i'm not in the room. the room yeah, yeah cool. so nothing happens Oof, okay well we learned nothing much but it's we didn't learn nothing and that's the important thing um well uh, um, it didn't do anything right 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 maybe what are you thinking i don't know um (laughs) we've been over an hour this one takes longer (laughs) so let's walk around to the back of it again like let's walk into the room okay so you walk into the room and the statue's eyes open again Yep, and um, walk around along the five-foot path, not in the red circle, to the back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How far away from the ledge, like the five-foot path, is the statue? Uh, Is he in the middle of the room? Yeah, he's in the middle of the room, and it's a 70-foot diameter room with a 20-foot high domed ceiling. Okay. So... So 75 foot diameter, he's in the middle of it. There's a five foot, so there's a 70 foot. Right. Um, so like you know, feet like, away or something, probably. Yeah, about that, probably. Okay, okay. Oh, man. Um, is there any way to climb the walls up to the dome? The walls don't really look like they have much to grab. That would be a hard climb. And if you fell, and because it's domed, if you fell, you would probably fall straight into that circle. Right. Um, Let me see those binoculars. And I'll look through the binoculars at to get a good view of the gemstone way up there. Hmm. Yeah, you see it magically levitating (laughs) five foot above the sentinel's head, glowing, pulsing, lovely and red. Yeah. It does look like a gem, though, a precious stone. Right. So, which is why I 
you know, I sort of want to shoot it, but I don't want to shoot at because I think an arrow might shatter it. Um, Elwyn can, uh, if you share what you're thinking with Elwyn, she might be able to help you. Yeah, so I'm like, Elwyn, I'm thinking about maybe if I hit it with an arrow, it'll knock it out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. You wouldn't shoot a gem, would you? No, no. I was testing you. I was testing Um, you. Well, I mean... I mean, you could, but maybe we could make it so whatever you shot it with wasn't hard, right? Like soft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we wrap an arrow did... with uh, like my cloak, my leaf cloak. Oh yeah, no, that could totally work. I was thinking about putting a scout wafer on it, but that I that didn't seem soft enough. But yeah, no, yeah, that would work. Okay. Okay. This is frightening. So I, I will wrap the, you know, I'll cut off a piece of the cloak, obviously not the whole thing, but I'll, mm-hmm. and I'll also take off the arrowhead um, and wrap, wrap it around. I was like, this is going to be a hard shot because the balance is going to be all off. Yeah. Um, okay. So and you we're now behind have, the thing. Yeah. You have a padded arrow yeah you have created that well done um and you can shoot this thing i am going hope, to hope that you knock it towards the edge as a ranger you are skilled with all sorts of arrows this does not mean that you suffer disadvantage from firing a parrot added arrow because you fired many types of arrows in your time in hawkeye yep right you need to hit it. It has its own AC. I'm sure it does. What's my plus? Uh, for your longbow, you have a plus four. Uh, that is an 11. Nope. The arrow fires off to the other side of the dome and clatters down against the wall. So it's over the other side so you can pick it up and try again does the does the thing move at all nope the statue no 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 okay. no so I'll, I'll run around to the edge um pick up the the arrow run around again to the back of it i want to be behind it when i shoot this thing yeah okay that makes sense where the f- That was like the friggin' Ruth Goldberg way of my dice getting crazy. Sorry about that. It bounced off like eight things. Jiminy Christmas. Will you roll it for me? Uh, Yep. (laughs) Jiminy Christmas? That was Sorry. This is a show for kids. (laughs) Um, This is a 16 on my dice. I did say that I was rolling lights out. Sweet. 16 on the dice plus four. So you got a dirty 20. 15 plus four is a 19, but I'll take it. I said 16. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, was um, I know you were under your desk. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, you hit it. You actually hit it. Uh, but now you need to roll me a D6. Where do you hit it? Ooh, it's got a hit location. Fun. I hit it. Right on the two. No, three. Right on the... Three. Nice. Okay. 
you're okay. The gem flies outside of the red circle. It does not land in the red circle. It flies outside. Uh, quick, grab it. And I'll run and, over there. Yeah, Elowen runs too. And you have the like fox excitedly running. It doesn't know why it's running, but it's running. <laughs> come on, fox, come on. Yeah. Uh, and as you grab this gem and uh the you all kind of slam into each other as you're all trying to grab the gym yeah (laughs) they went running one way around the circle i went running around the other way and we just collide yeah there is a moment where you sort of get a foot like a toe probably or a finger or Mm -hmm. you know it's not it's not even that you had to step on it. You just had to be in the space. So one of your arms kind of like- Or my cloak like fluttering behind me. Yeah, like, no, nah, your cloak wouldn't do it. It's got to be a living thing. Ah. So as you as you kind of bang into each other, you sort of like step into that space um, and it, it raises and like starts to move and sort of steps towards you. So what do you do? I'd say it's still still in the middle of its like circle, but it's stepping. I say stop where you are. It doesn't look like it's stopping. Let's run. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you can run out of this thing. Essentially, yeah. I essentially what we're going to do is we're going to roll for initiative, but that's just to determine if you get out before this thing, not necessarily huh? because you know. Right. 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 Um, even the goddamn tray this time sorry I, I swore I wasn't supposed to see it. Ugh, I rolled a three. Oh no that's not good he no. rolled a 10 mm-hmm. um, the fox rolls a 17 nice Fine. Um, and uh, Elowen rolls a 14 nice. so she's out um, so this Scarlet Sentinel gets awfully close to you uh, and it is reaching for you uh, before you can run. What do you yep. do? Uh, I want to not be reached. I want to try and avoid his grasp. Okay. Roll a dexterity saving throw to get out of the way of his grasp as he's reaching for you. You have a plus four on this. Plus four is good. I was getting too aggressive. Oh my fuck. Mm, sorry. <laughs> That's a total of eight. Nope. Okay. Well, he's going to roll an attack roll against you at this point because Uh that makes sense for him. Uh So he has a plus four to hit. He rolls a five. So I only get a nine. Um, That does not hit. Yeah, I think what he does is he grabs at your cloak, but he manages to catch the part of your cloak that you ripped. So he just rips away a piece of your cloak as he's grabbing at you. You have time to run. Yeah. And uh, I, what do you do? I, I yeah. turn and beat feet out of there. Yeah. Uh, and you hear a run! like a wordless like scream i don't know if that'll come through but you sort of got robotty right there and it sounded fucking it sounded awesome okay well we'll just keep it in there it sounded like it sounded like the noise a statue would make if it yelled amazing yeah (laughs) i'm not editing this so no it it sounds very cool i hope that comes through yeah uh, those listening no editing this is 
uh, as played. Yes, pardon <laughs> my swears. I'm going back to giving you business. All right, so <laughs> me and Elowen and Kronos, the non-time-related fox, run out. Yep, yep. Uh, and you get out onto this sort of thin ledge where you're greeted with a rope bridge that is no longer in action uh, and a giant ravine. What are you doing? I Is there a way I can un... Can I pull out the, the leaves that we pushed in to close the doors? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can kind of like pull this door sort of close behind you, grabbing hold of some of the things that have been etched into it and you can yeah. pull it shut. And as you pull it shut, you do hear a click and you see these plants like pop right. back out of the door. And then I want to like set up a rope because uh, I got 50 feet of rope and I think we're like 50 feet above the forest. So mm-hmm. is there anything I can tie a rope to? I mean, yeah. I mean, this, this rope bridges supports are still there. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to wrap it around there and uh, mm-hmm. test it and then yep. tell Elowen to go first. Okay. So uh, with a rope and a very well anchored rope, they have advantage. Nice. She gets a 19 nice. on her athletics check for climbing down. And uh, Red will kneel down and kind of look at his fox friend and be like, come on, boy. We got to get down somehow and you got to come with me. And I'll kind of yeah. like hold my shirt open. Yeah. And he sort of tucks in and so his yeah. two front paws are kind of hanging out and it his little fox head's hanging out absolutely adorable and red has never yeah. been here yeah and he's, uh, he reaches up and he just kind of gives you like a little lick on the cheek yes red is very excited um so, so athletics check with okay. advantage with advantage yep you have a plus four on athletics as well one and I rolled <laughs> it's a nat 20 nice yeah you're fine 20. you're fun you're fine um you managed to get down absolutely easily I really um... did roll that that's that's crazy <laughs> that's fun um and then uh you're faced with this hundred climb yeah we climb down yep and then we got to climb back yep. up and climb back up right uh because it's kind of like a, we can't like walk out of this nope okay well, yeah you don't, you don't think so anyway right. yeah yeah, I mean, yeah you could try and follow the ravine but you don't know where it leads so right yeah all right we'll uh i'll go first this time Um, and I'm going to try and climb up because we only have 50. Do you have rope on you, Elowen? No, I don't have any rope. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. So what's going to happen? I'm going to climb up 50 feet, tie a rope off, and then you follow up, and then we'll figure it out from there. Okay. And that's that's, that's my plan. I want to climb up 50 feet. One more athletics check just to check how you do on this side. Sixteen. Nice. You're fine. 
um, and you manage to get up high enough, tie off this rope. Uh, Elowen and the fox are fine. They get up with you. Uh, and what are you doing on this last 50 feet up? Um, I want to do this. I want to untie the rope. I want to climb mm-hmm. up another 50 feet to the top and then tie that rope and then drop it down for her. Okay. All right. Uh, one more. This is the one that hurts. The first one I could have fallen as soon as I started climbing. Uh, what's my plus? Four. Four. A total of ten. Yeah, that's not going to do it, buddy. So what happens? Nope. Uh, you take three bludgeoning damage for every ten foot that you fall. So um, you take... Three times five. 15 bludgeoning damage. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, red fall, boom, unconscious on the ground. Yeah. Elwin, no! And she climbs down, scrambles down, uh, which she does easily, apparently. Apparently, you should send Elwin up. Uh, <laughs> chucks this potion that she never used down your throat. Thank goodness she burned it. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then uh, basically scrambles back up and helps you get up. Okay. <laughs> He's like, nice. Sorry. I can't go home without you, Red. I didn't realize you were such a good climber. She rolls a net 20 and a 16. <laughs> then her advantage rolls, so she gets up like a cougar cat. <laughs> nice, man. And she ties off her rope and gets up there and yeah. Okay, so that healed me for nine. Um, yeah, so you're fine. Yeah. Yep. So I, you, I climb you managed up. to get up the top of this cliff with Elowen's help. And yeah, you're lucky that you fell on your back. So the fox didn't really take any damage. Right. Um, I made sure when I was falling to roll onto my back. Yeah. Yeah. And so you get to the top and you make your way back through this forest. Uh, and where are you heading when you get back to Harmony? Because, you know. Um. Hey, Fox, do you know Mr. Honeycut? Take that. You're as... not sure what that means. <laughs> Take it as a possibility. Uh, I'm going to head to the library. You said Honey... okay. Honeycut works at the library. You think he'll be there, Elowen? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's usually at the library because, you know, that's where the Lawkeeper Society, you know, beats. I mean, oh. you don't know that. No, are you supposed what? to be telling people that? I don't know. Okay, don't tell anybody else that. I'm really new. I know, no, it's fine, it's fine, but we won't talk about that. Okay. Uh, and so I'll head to the library to look for kindly Mr. Honeycut. Yeah, cool. So Mr. Honeycut is, uh, you know, in the library. He's just sort of behind the, the, um, the desk where he's just sort of stamped somebody's book and he's given it back to them and sort of pat on the head and be like oh you enjoy that story it's a good one you know he's sort of saying um to this child what book is it it's uh fairy tales about Uh a a nerd that um runs off because their mother the queen is like really mean and mad at her and so she runs off and she finds like uh, seven little nerds um mm-hmm. and and lives with them for a while Makes sense. And, and, yeah. but it all has a happy ending in the end good good yeah hopefully nobody's checking out the uh, dark mysteries <laughs> book is scary and it exists in all worlds um 
So after the line light, after the line dies down, I'll wait in line. And after the line dies down, I'll, I'll go up to the front desk where Mr. Honeycutt is working. I said, oh, good evening, Mr. Honeycutt. And he's like, oh, Red, Elowen, how wonderful to see you. Uh, shall we? Uh... And he gestures to another nerd to come and take his place at the desk. And he's like, why don't we meet in my office? And he Sounds sort of like gestures to the door. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he sits down in his office and he was like, right, tell me everything. Elowen, Red, how, did you recover it? What we need? We did. We did. And she was indispensable, Honeycutt. This Elowen, she is a sapling scout beyond repute. She is amazing at what she does. And I'll pull out the, the crimson gemstone. Yeah. And he, his eyes go wide and his big smile on his face, you know. Um, and Elowen is like trembling, her little leaves kind of rustling as she's like so proud, you know, to have just been red said that she was awesome you know mm-hmm. like yeah um and he oh i want to know everything and he pulls out this big black notebook and he's like pen poised you know to scribble down all the notes yeah and we so, start telling him the tale yeah so you kind of spend some time telling mm-hmm. him all about what you found and um do you share the um murals and that kind of stuff yeah no i tell him because i trust him implicitly which is always yeah 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 absolutely i mean it makes sense he sent you on this mission Mm -hmm. and you know he could possibly be a bad guy in the end he wants to restore color to harmony it's a big problem so you know and elowen trusts him and elowen helped you a lot absolutely i tell him everything yeah so he what does it all mean he closes his notebook after a while and he was like well i mean i'm not really sure what some of this means red uh but i do know that this is the great library of harmony and and so to know that it was made so long ago i I wouldn't mind checking out that mural but by the sounds of it i probably shouldn't and he sort of chuckles to himself that scarlet sentinel might still be a little po'd Mm-hmm. and he's like but uh and he sort of gets to his feet and and like opens a drawer and like a you know like a buffet kind of style thing behind him mm-hmm. and pulls out like a few little shiny things in a in a pouch and closes it and he sits back down and he was like to Elowen, i would like to present and he he holds out this like badge and it's this shiny like <laughs> you know oh. um beautiful badge it's like and it says on it sapling scout first class nice. and he was like i would like to provide you with this present you with this badge of merit for outstanding service and promote you to a sapling scout first class and Elowen is now just like you could all you can hear in this room is rustling you know like she's just like oh 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 Mr. Honeycutt like she's just like you almost in tears you know um and and just sort of like grabs at you like it's too much you know you did good Um, you did real good and and too red, I would like to offer you if it's not too crass, a reward, a I twenty am... GP, and okay. and sort of puts this little you know you um, pouch much. down in front of you, and then and and also an invitation to join the Lawkeeper Society 
if you would so wish. I would, because this color, it's ruining the forest. And he, and he nods and he was like, and I have a feeling we will need your help once more. And he hands over a, it looks like a cloak pin, um, but it's Ooh. got a wee like um, emblem on it. Mm -hmm. It looks like the emblem of the Lawkeeper Society. Which looks like? Um, yep. Okay, never mind. It looks like the Lawkeeper Society. <laughs> Yep, doesn't actually say anywhere what that looks like. And there, I'm sorry, there. it's the one piece of information I did not sorry. grab and research. No, I know I as soon as as soon as I said it, I was like, ah, crap. Maybe it's like um, a, maybe it's like a little open book. Yeah, probably. A little open book or something. It's probably honestly, it's probably a closed book, but with a bookmark in it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like a, Yep. like a hidden right you know yeah yeah like little keepers you know totally like a little diary lock on, little lock on it yeah yeah yep. like that kind of thing yep. yep um there it is but as you pin this to your cloak you realize it is magical um honey god i like it yeah you suddenly feel like you could breathe almost anywhere normally in ah, any environment weird okay and you have advantage on saving throws made against harmful gases and vapors such as like cloud kill and stinking cloud yeah. any inhaled poisons and even breath weapons Ooh, i got yeah. the vapors yeah so um but it also is obviously an emblem of yeah that's dope dude Breath yeah. weapons be damned. Yeah, and uh Alwyn is like, oh, and red before you go, because she gets the feeling like this conversation is nearly at an end. Yeah. She she hands you like this little stitched badge. It's like a little merit badge, you know, from mm -hmm. <laughs> from the sapling scouts. Um, and, and it looks like she stitched it herself. And uh -oh. she's like She's like, for acts of heroism and bravery, for making sure I got back home safely. This is, this is amazing. L-O-N, you, you saved my life. You opened the final seal. You got us in there. You got us out. You came up with the idea of wrapping the arrow. This one's for you, L-O-N. I will not forget you. And she nods. And uh, it looks like the conversation's done. Yeah. So what does is, what is Red do? Red cinches his leaf cloak closed with his new coat pin, walk out of the library, take a deep breath, jingle his bag of coins. Is like, oh, I need a drink. Uh, and head to like the Sarsaparilla station and get himself a nice cold root beer float. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we leave red. Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna close this out? Yeah. So like um before we close up, what what'd you think? How did you enjoy that? I very much enjoyed it. I I really did. That was a fun little adventure. These have both been really fun. Yeah, I, th I like that, that they have a companion in this one. I think that's really fun. It like, yeah. adds a different bit of elements and stuff. I look forward to seeing what the other 
four adventures have in store from which four adventurers will be finding next so thanks for joining me again joey um on this on this epic nerdy adventure it is my pleasure jules this is a blast thank you so much for having me you're an amazing dungeon master thank you <laughs> okay bye everybody Bye, everybody. Hasta luego. Hasta mañana. <laughs>And that's where we leave Red. Red having retrieved the Crimson Gem for Mr. Honeycut and the Lawkeepers Society. So, well, what comes next? Presumably more gems, but to assume anything makes an ass out of you and me, right? So let's wait and see for our next nerd's adventure and who we might be meeting next. How exciting. So, I want to say a big thank you to you, the listener, for, you know, joining us on these adventures and basically making it all possible. Um, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, let me know if you did. Um, hit me up on some of the socials. So, you can find me on Twitter as Jules Bergeser, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as Jules from NZ. And I want to say a big, big, big thank you to uh, my gems, who I could not do any of this without. My gems support me on Patreon um, and basically make it possible for me to have access to nice, pretty software. So <laughs> big thanks to them. Um, so they are James, Jason, Barry, Liren, Ezekiel, KP, and Joey. And do not forget the newest of Dusty. Um so thank you, my gems. I love you with all my heart. You're all very sparkly and amazing people. And if you're listening, Joey, one big, massive thank you to you for joining me again on this adventure and making it um, very fun for me to DM. You're a great player and I really enjoy playing with you. So thanks to that. If you're enjoying listening to Jules from NZ, please give the show a review on the platform of your choice, share it with a friend on social media, or just make somebody listen to it while you're driving in the car. I would appreciate all of that because it all helps. But let me get out of here because um, I'm sure you've got big and important things to do with your day today. And I just, I absolutely know you're going to nail them. I have faith. You're going to be great today. So go out there and be great. Inohora. Kakitano. Arohanui. Mwah. Goodbye. See you again soon and love you loads. Bye. 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 Bye.